When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. It's a good one for you this week, baby. Adam Devine is my guest. I love this dude. I've known him for many, many years. He's a good egg. Uh, I like him very much. If you want to know what's going on with me, go to andrewsantino.com. Not touring until next year. I'm shooting Dave Season 2 on FXX and Hulu and also uh, might be on some other platforms that I can't talk about right now in the future. Um, but if you want to uh, support the podcast uh, go to patreon.com slash whiskey ginger podcast. Uh, it means a lot to us over here. It helps us help those that are helping make this possible. I do one-on-one Cheeto chats. I do Zooms for the top tier. We got all sorts of stuff on there that you will love, and I'm going to continue to update it as time goes on. So support the Patreon, please. Also, if you want to get stuff like this, the merch, the sweaters, the hats, the glasses, all that stuff is uh, andrewsantinostore.com. And if you're on YouTube... Look right down below. There's a merch bar straight down there with shirts and all the links to the stuff. You'll see the shirts right there. Click on a shirt or the sweater or whatever, and it'll take you there. Enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Oh, that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it. Once again today, it's Adam Devine. Adam, cheers to you. Cheers to you, Cheers. It clinked. Thank you. Uh, Adam is an incredible uh, actor, comedian, writer, performer, uh, brain, uh, gymnast. For 17 years, he was on the U.S. men's Olympic Yeah, that is a weird little known fact about me for 17 years. Why don't you talk about that anymore? It's like my dear little secret. Mm-hmm. I don't want I don't want uh, big Hollywood to know if uh, all of my talents. Right, you want to hide some of that stuff. Yeah, you got to ooze them out through the years. <laughs> That's it's like when a guy uh, when there's like a guy on uh, that does a guest star. I'm referencing something specific. A guy that did a guest star on the show was doing like accents in between takes, and I was like, "What are you doing? Like, what is he doing?" And he kept doing them like very like, like on on Dave or on this show on Dave. Okay, and we're doing like. How funny if I had background actors on this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't hear background. I thought oh, yeah. you did. Just a he, he, he would walk. He would and I'm walk. like, you do takes? Yeah, During do. the podcast? Mike, and send hey, them now. Send okay, them now. Okay, cut. You know, I wish you could tell that story about when you were hit <laughs> yeah. by the cement truck. Uh, funnier. <laughs> a funnier. Add some judge to it. Lighter. I don't know. Make it like it was sunny out or raining. <laughs> Uh, no, we had a this this guy. This 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 guy it was, a, it was a guest star. I'm sorry, not background, but he was a guest star. Uh, but he kept doing accents and mm. I was like, at first I was like, he's just playing around and you know, whatever. And he was talking to one of the crew members or whatever. and then it kept going and going. And I was like, Oh, he wants, he wants someone to hear him do the accent yeah. and then go, this guy's great. We got to let this guy we, do the we thing. Have to put this guy on SNL. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not going to call him out because call he, him out. He was on SNL, but, uh, an actor and I, I was doing like, Doing stand-up and doing some show. I can't remember exactly what it was, but we were doing a show together. Right. And we were on the same bill. 
and we're in the green room together and he kept talking to me in accents like wouldn't stop doing characters Fallon this is and, Fallon <laughs> no, wouldn't stop doing characters to where I'm like I don't know if he has a real personality if he's like a human right behind that right or if like his whole comedy cloak is like he's like a shell of a person. Then he like wraps himself <laughs> in these characters, and he's like, "This is all I need." This were any of them good? They're all great. Okay, okay. He's very good at them. Sure. He's fucking slam dunk God, all the I wanna, time. I want to know who it is so bad. We'll talk off camera. Yeah. And the fans get mad. They always like just tell us too. And you're like, no, because that's you know. Well, I'm also like. Uh, blanket on his name a little bit so it's, it's part of, <laughs> that's even better it's also partly i, I don't really kinda, know who it is but i know forget, who it is i could tell i could draw him right now right if i could draw i would draw him yeah but that's yeah. it but you don't know his name I could, i've, I've been for, i forget people's name um i i andrew andis and andis I forget people's name on such a regular basis now that sometimes I'm afraid. Oh, this here. I'll give you an exact reference. That's, uh, that's, I wish you're like, this here. You pulled up. I don't know who you I are. I was like, Andy? I go, Mike, Mikey. Uh, this is really sad and really does piss me they off. like this on the pod. Yeah, they love it on the pod. AM, ice, ice, ice. AMSA. Is that AMSA? S-A-S-M-R. A-S-A-S-M-R. It stands for Andrew Santino More Roar. More roar. Yeah, more roar. That makes a lot of sense. I couldn't remember. I was thinking about you in the shower, as I do every single uh, Thursday. That's like mm-hmm. a thing. And I was thinking about when you first, this is real, when when Adam and I first started doing stand-up together, or not at the same time, but when we were when we met in LA. Not that far off, probably, from No, the same not too time. much. I think you yeah. started before me, I feel mm-hmm. like, for sure, mm-hmm. because you... You worked at the Improv, and then you were doing stand-up then, too. And I, I think was, I yeah. just moved to L.A. Okay. And then, um, but I specifically remember being at the bar at the Improv again, and you showed up with Blake. Uh, and you introduced me to Blake. And you were like, hmm. And I was so turned on, dude, honestly. <laughs> and I rubbed my cock through Look his hair. this hair. Sexy, dude. And I remember you going, this guy's funny as shit. Blake's Santino, Santino, Blake. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you, man. I was like, you do stand-up? And he goes, no, man, no, no, no. Uh, no, but no, I do comedy, but not stand up. And I was like, oh, okay. And then you mentioned, you were like, we're going to do this show together. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, all right, well, good luck. Well, we were shooting like web videos together. I was kind of like running down two sort of parallel paths at that point where I was like, I'm doing my stand up and I have like a whole group of friends of like you and Morin. Yeah. Ray and all those guys. Yeah. Adam Ray and all those guys. And, uh, like my standup buddies who fully just know me as a standup comedian. And then, um, my buddies that I'd live with that I'm shooting videos with who ended up being the guys I did workaholics with. Right. So I was doing all that stuff kind of off to the side and like some people kind of, some people were like, Oh dude, I saw that video. That's pretty, that was funny. Yeah. Like you're actually, I love that compliment. You're actually when like a bigger comic, like especially when you're just starting out and you're like barely above an open mic level. Yeah. When you're just starting to get booked on real shows and like the bigger comic is like you're actually pretty funny. Yeah. When they see something that isn't your stand up, they're like (laughs) you're actually pretty funny. It's like oh okay. Yeah, because your stand up I've seen and I hated it. I didn't like you at all. I I don't even. I can't believe I'm talking to you right now. You're act. Well, I get it. Sometimes people go um. You're actually like a good actor, mm-hmm. which is such an insult. And they don't, it's like, just say you liked the thing I did 
Don't go, you're actually a good actor. Yeah, because the it, actually, all it means is, I thought you would suck. Yeah, for sure. I thought you would suck. I had no reference of why, but I go, that Divine's well, going to suck. You know what? It, it, uh, did you think I was? No. Yes. Yes. Well, it, it just is, because some stand-ups, I would say, historically, stand-ups are bad actors because yeah. they're so the whole thing with stand-up comedy well for a lot of people is you have to get your voice down yeah and if if you have your specific voice that pov that's what an audience will attract to and be like right. i fucking love the, his singular vision for his comedy but then when you're an actor you can't you have to embody the character totally and you can't just be Andrew Santino yeah, in my, the role. In, in my thing. Yeah, you've Which got... Which you can to an extent, like for sure. Well, they I'm, want you, right? Yeah. I've always said that. They want to... They want. They hired you because they really like the, the piece of you that yeah. you found. But you need to be able... I've said this before on the show. I think there's only a, a, a handful of actually incredible actors. Everyone else, I think, is a range of like, pretty good, or well, you're good, or you're serviceable, or whatever. Because mm -hmm. for, for acting, it's like, only so many people are so fucking good that they can chameleon into a role and you're like, I didn't even, I didn't even recognize for sure They they like transformed like for sure. I, I just want to be like a, like a Vince Vaughn level where you're like, and also huge. I'm, I'm not saying I'm, I do have a giant ego. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't. Uh, I want to be mega famous is what I'm saying. The, uh, More you know than what I mean? I mean yeah. like he is an actor he is in, uh, he's not the perfect example. I would say I would like to be John Goodman, where like, it, just as far as career trajectory goes, oh, yeah. where you're like, he can be the star of a sitcom, he can be number two on a sitcom, right. and be fucking awesome Phenomenal. and super lovable, yeah. and then go off and be in like 10 Cloverfield Lane and be a fucking weirdo, and you still buy it. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, that, he he's he's and probably of the SNL like a ton. That's true. That's true. Like too. he's done everything. He's been a huge King motherfucking Ralph. He's done one big of the best, one of the best movies of all time. He's done sitcoms. I'm like, if that to me is like a, a great career where, and also not too famous. Right. You know well, I mean? he's 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 famous, but he seems like someone who doesn't seek the attention. So he's, he's famous, but he's not like I feel like if you were to see. A, I, 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 of like a Will Ferrell. Yeah. Like if some, if you're a big comedy fan and you see Will Ferrell, you're like heart stops. You're yeah. like, oh, oh shit. Yeah. Oh my fucking God. Oh, it's phenomenal. It? Oh, oh. The dude. And then you see a John Goodman and you're like, oh, I love that guy. Hell yeah. Hey, John Goodman. Yeah. 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 That's it. Right. You know it's a different, a, a, a different experience. Yeah. Of like, uh, yeah, that is interesting. Well, I don't, I don't know why that. It, maybe it's because he seems so fucking lovable and personable that you're just like, oh, I gotta talk to John Goodman, which I think is a good characteristic to have. But also, like, you're somebody that's very lovable and like super affable. They don't realize what an asshole. You're a piece I of am. shit. Piece they don't, they shit. don't know that you're a dickhead. <laughs> You've known me a long, long time, time. You and they come the up skeletons. to you and they go, Adam, hey, and you go, fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. And then I just idiot. put my thumb like this and just dig it into him. <laughs> <laughs> no one will believe you. Get out of here, you little. No guy. one will believe you. Like how many times do you? When I started, when I started seeing you at uh, at Clipper games because you got season tickets, and I would go with Griff or whatever, or go with someone. Mm -hmm. How many times are people bugging you when you're going? Did it turn into more annoying as time went on? Because, like at a basketball game, it's unavoidable that a bunch of people are going to be like, "He's right there." Uh well, the thing is, it's always the worst. 
And not even, I don't mind it. So it's, I wouldn't say worst, but uh, it's always the most, the first five to 10 games of the season. It's crazy. Until, because especially where I sit at Clipper games, a lot of those people are season ticket holders or at least bought a 15 game package and they're used to seeing me there and they kind of know that I'm going to be there. So it's not shocking, but like the first, uh, you know, handful of games, people are like, Oh, is that him? Is that him? What's his name? What is his name? What's his name? Andy! What is it? Is it Andy? Anders! Blake! One of the, it's one of those names. It is true that you when you hear someone go, what is his name? Or what oh what's his name? Oh, he's from the Oh dude, he's from um Dude, a modern family, dude! Yeah. And they'll for just sure. yell and then you'll go, hey. Well, I'm very glad that I uh chose when we wrote Workaholics when we were creating the show that we decided to go by our first names because we, at first we didn't, we chose different names that were, I was Andy. uh, Really? I was Andy. Blake was Blaine. Blaine. And uh, (laughs) Anders was like Eric or some shit. And uh, Comedy Central was like, why not just do your first names? And to their credit, they were very smart. They were like, if this show is the hit that we hope it is, People are going to scream this at you for the rest of your lives, so you're going to want a name. Yes, yeah, true. You're going to want just your first name. Change your last name. So we then we changed our last names. Why did you change the names? I've always thought about that. When you guys did the show, something hit me. I was like, why is it? Because your name on the show was Adam DeMamp. That's right, DeMamp. Yeah. Where did that? What? Why? That was my uh, fake ID name. Oh, when really? When I was like 16 years old. That's dope. Yeah, I was. Uh, my buddy got like the Photoshop first gen like the first photoshop and he could figure out how to rearrange the letters in your name but not and delete letters but not add new letters right right, so you had to you had to use the letters that were in your name to make a new name for yourself oh wow dude! because we i don't know we're 16 years old and we're like dude if you use the real name and they catch you your prison, prison prison for life prison for life prison for life dude no for real no i know a guy i know a dude afghanistan yep Prison for life. Prison for life. I they grew just up say with buzzwords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bin Laden, Afghanistan, prison, prison for, for life. life. Uh, That's just so, how it goes, bud. So I was like, I rearranged the let. My name is Adam Patrick Divine. They got rid of most of the Patrick, kept the P, and I was Adam D. Or no, I was Devin D. Demamp. Demamp. <laughs> <laughs> so I was Devin Demamp. By the way, my- sounds like a fake ID name. <laughs> If I'm a bouncer, I'm like, Devin DeMamp. And oh. you're like, it's me. <laughs> it's it's me. I'm 23. Meanwhile, I'm 16. I didn't want to be 21. <laughs> I'm 23, obviously. Yeah, I, can... I already like look. Yeah, you, I, you've I've looked young since look, I've known you. I've always looked young. Yeah, but that's such a good quality. It is. I've it, been 40 since you met me. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> I've always been 40. That is true. I was 40 before before I ever But even... there will be a time when I surpass you, when you we stay cro- looking when 40, and yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, Adam, I just bottom out. I just doom, doom, <laughs> level down. All of a sudden, my neck just shoots. So Demamp, Demamp was the fake ID when you were a kid, mm-hmm. and then and then the other guys just pick uh, whatever bullshit names just to service them for the show too. Yeah, pretty close to uh, to their own names. Yeah, to their yeah. real shit. Yeah. Well, I Henderson, was, Blake Henderson, Henderson, right? Instead of Blake Anderson, what was Durs? Anders Holmvik instead of Holm. Oh, Holm. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Holmvik. I, I didn't know his last name on the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, <laughs> Two things. One, when I was thinking about you in the shower and I was thinking about mm-hmm. 
our our connected history. I was thinking about people from Comedy Central from back in that day that we used to see all the time. That and you're it, like, oh my god, they're there. Well, I was just running through the whole like, I, none of those guys are that old regime that we knew back then is all gone. And it was just making me. It was just I was just reminiscing because I was thinking about you and about when when the improv was hot as a pistol back then, and it was fuck. It was it was like. It was blessed every night with like the best names, the biggest crowds. It was so much fun, dude. I drinking with Swartz and all night. I worked there from like 2002 to 2000, or no, sorry, 2004 to 2006. Yeah, and then I got the Montreal Comedy Festival. Right, and I uh, that's when I met you right after that. Yeah, I was uh, new new faces, which like the Montreal Comedy Festival. For those that don't know, they invite 20 new. Did you ever do that? Yeah, yeah. They invite 20 new faces from around the world that they call the new faces of comedy, mm-hmm. which is like when you're especially a young, con- it's like a huge honor. Massive. And you're like, such a big deal. You're like, I'm on my way. <laughs> and you kind of are. You are. Yeah. yeah. And, um, but it's going to take longer than you think. Yeah, for sure. It's yeah. not going to be next you're year. Like, They're going to give me a million dollars when it's I get tomorrow. there. <laughs> and, uh, so I did that and came back and was working. I still need money. I wasn't mm. making shit doing comedy. Yeah, I, I was still like a feature act getting like, 50 bucks, 100 bucks a show if I'm yeah, lucky. if you're lucky. And so I was, uh, I came back, I was working at the Improv, and they, uh, I remember an executive from NBC came in and was like, and I'm like checking IDs at the door, and he goes, didn't I just see you at the Montreal Comedy Festival? And I'm like, this is my shot. <laughs> <laughs> he's spotted me yeah. in the wild. He remembered he's, me. He's going to give me a, 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 a sitcom deal. Going to give you a deal. Uh, you, you work at an improv. You work <laughs> at a comedy club as a door guy. And he what was a like. positive outlook, by the way. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, nothing but positivity. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I just saw you, right? And I'm like, yes, you did. And he's like, quit right now. Go upstairs. Go upstairs right now. Quit this job. No shit. You cannot be seen working the door of this. He's like, executives come through this door every night. They're going to see you and think of you as the door guy instead of the kid that just crushed at Montreal. Crushed at Montreal. Yeah, that, that, and they're like, right. go to the Valley, work at Best Buy. I get that you need a job. Do not work here. Yeah. And I was devastated. Yeah. I was like, oh. And I like go up to Rita, who's the manager at the Improv. Rita Love Piazza, Rita. shout out, peeps. And, Rita. Uh, she was like, I came up. I'm like, this executive just told me this. I don't know. I think it might be bullshit. I I might have to quit. I'm not sure. And she goes, you should quit. <laughs> she was like, I was kind of waiting for you to say something. She knew. Yeah. Well, because they know who's um uh ready for to be let go. Like it's like they can tell that's like, you shouldn't do this right now. Like you're at a point. You were at a point yeah. when it was like you have to, the baby birds got to fly at some point, which I think happens all the time in our business of like, there's a lot of door guys at the store that like, all they needed was then a little nudge to be like, you got to quit and, dude. Cause you're too good to be. And here also anymore. if you stay, then you get stuck. Well, then they see you as that forever. Yeah. Then you are the, that person for the rest of your life, which is fine. You know, uh, I mean, it depends, it depends on what your trajectory is. I mean, Eddie, our favorite Eddie, the bartender from yep. the improv, he Shout was out, Eddie, Burke. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie was a background actor in the improv TV show and then just stayed. He never left. So he bartended forever and never left. And he's fine. He lives there. People know. I, some people know. He lives underneath the bar. There's like a, it's like a. <laughs> I what, wish, I wish what, did. What is it? What is it? Called? It's a Murphy bed it. underneath the bar. It actually, it, the bar flips over into a bed. I love Eddie so much. I did his podcast and we did it at the bar. I and, did. I did that too. Well, yeah. he was like, and he was like, the, 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 the sliding doors were open. 
And that's on Melrose. So it's like, yeah. meh, meh, woo, ah. <laughs> the word sound. I was like, Eddie, do you want to? And he's like, nah, also, it doesn't matter. Like, not a great uh, interviewer. Like, because he's the sweetest. He just yeah. loves us as guys that he yeah. knows. It was just like he would just shit on you every once in a while. It'd be time. like, you're telling a story, and he'd be like, yeah, because you're an idiot. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. He got me, dude. And he, like, he said, I think he did say him. one. I think he hit me with one where he was like, that show you did wasn't that good. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Well, he okay, Eddie. Eddie used to give me notes because I was my job when I first I when I moved to Hollywood. I was like, I'm gonna because I was a huge evening at the Improv on yeah. the fan when I was growing up. That was on. There was like they there was like literally a thousand episodes of that show. Yeah, they just churned it out for like 15 years. Yeah, Bud Friedman was on a tear at one point. Yeah, he was like, he just, really he was was. like film everything. Yeah, everything must be filmed and. So I grew up watching that show and being like, oh, this is the Mecca. Right. And so when I came to Hollywood, I'm like, I got to get a job there. I went there every day for a month straight. Mm. And they were like, we don't have any jobs. Until finally Rita's like, Jesus Christ. Okay, you can sit here during the day. Normally we have an answer machine during the day. You could be that. You're the, uh, the human answer machine. <laughs> you'll sit there. You'll answer the phone. Yeah. You'll transfer calls and you'll write down messages. But how excited were you to be? You were so, like, fucking yup. Yeah. I sat there in that little ticket booth that they used to have. In the front. In the front. Oh, yeah. And I s would sit there all goddamn day and Eddie would come in early to set up the bar and it's just me like trying to chop it up with Eddie. And uh, I can already feel this. Yeah. Yeah, the young me. Adam being like, hey, Eddie. Uh, yeah, yeah just trying to and doing dumb shit where I would like. Like when nobody was there in the middle of the day, it'd be I'd go on stage because I was not allowed on the stage. Like, right. no, it was like you're not allowed just to like if you work there, they don't give you a Saturday right, uh, eight thirty right, spot. Right, you know? right, right. And so uh, I would like go and like practice taking the mic out of the stand. Would you really and do yeah. the walk up and, and everything? Like, yeah, and like where to put, put it, to the it right. yeah. and, <laughs> and like like dumb like little kid shit but i was just so geeked out to be there and also i was like i was 20 years old so yeah it was, it was perfect yeah it was like, but you needed those kind of things like honestly that's that helped i think that helped you because by the time i met you you were so comfy on stage that i everyone i knew when we were all starting some of us were comfy but so many of my friends were still going through it, but you knew that they had it in them. We just needed to like figure it out. And I think working there so young was what like, it, you saw it constantly. You were like, oh, I just have to just monkey see monkey do the behavior because the material and everything you already know. Well, I felt, uh, I truly felt in any young comics that are listening, like work at the best comedy club in your area. Don't work at the dog shit one. Right. Like, cause I had friends that worked at, much worse comedy clubs. Yeah. Like the Hollywood and like the comedy store are like the two comedy clubs that you can say night in, night out, the best comics in the country, in the country for yeah. sure are going to yeah. be there. And right. maybe the comedy seller in New York, right. there's a handful of them, but right. like not many. Right. And I'm like, just, you saw what worked and what did not and right. what felt hacky. And then like a, like a road dog would come in off the road and would be doing like kind of hacky crowd work. And you're like, Oh, that feels weird after just seeing Chris Rock. Right. You know what I oh mean? My God. You're like, oh, you see the difference. And it also worked. Like his hacky road stuff works. Yeah. Anybody having an anniversary or yeah. a birthday? The or? audience loves it. Oh, but, it but you're like, oh, it's there is a difference. Huge. Yeah. Well, you feel you got to feel it out so early. Like you got to and that's here, I want to show you something. This reminds me. And we're we're rattling off the the improv stuff. So it brought brought me down a, a rabbit hole of memories. But the improv was the first club to pass me. Um, yeah. 
Well, and, me and, too, obviously. But. Yeah, and that, and that, and look at this. And I feel the comedy store just passed me. Like I, I, I've been like now, successful for like ten years, and then finally, like, all right, you can, you can go. <laughs> this is this is from Eric Abrams. I feel like they painted my name on the wall before I was fully. I'm dead serious. They well because they they were like my name was like, on the wall on the front of the comedy store before, before they I got like you. an official. <laughs> you can call in your avail or they just forgot what that's so funny if they're like he's passed and they're like oh we didn't, we didn't I, th- tell I do i honestly think i there is like a little bit of a because when tommy left who was the booker of the uh comedy store, store yeah he left he like i would go there and he'd tell me he's like you just gotta hang hang out for six that's months what he would say to me all the time he's like hang out for six just months hang, you gotta man. be part of the culture part of, you gotta live like, here a little bit and i'm like telling tommy i'm like i totally get that i'm Executive producing, creating a TV show right now that I'm gotta the hang star out. of. I can't come here every TV night. TV shows or whatever, gotta hang out. Gotta hang out, and I'm yeah. like, I don't think I can hang out. I don't think time. it matters, dude. No, well, he didn't. He his whole his whole philosophy was that like, if you're not a part of the community, you're the, not gonna be. You're not gonna you're fit not gonna, in here. It's, sure, it's not gonna sure. work. And there is something to that for eh, sure. So. But but then the new batch came in, and when Adam came in, it changed everything. Yeah, Adam came in, and it was like. You're past. We would love to have you here. And right. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> really? He's like, you're hilarious, to, right? I don't have to hang out here every night for no, we need uh, six you here. months? Yeah, we He's need like, you here. Well, you're funny. I've seen you before. We like you. Yeah. You should be here. And I'm like, oh, thank God. At some point, it, it figures itself out. I mean, it, that whole system change was worth it needed to happen. Yeah. Look at this. This is my lineup from, I wanted to show you this. Eric Abrams sent me this, who Eric used to book the improv yep. years ago. Shout out. And listen to the names of this. This was um, me. Tony Vin, Sean Kelly, Alex Moore, Chris Neff, Sickler, yes, and Darren Carter closed the show. Oh shit! The, what was his? <laughs> the, he was the, the party, party starter. starter. Yeah, Darren. But I could. But this. Carter, but like this. Starter. I still have the lineup still on my phone That's because awesome. when he sent me the email, here's why it was so important. I got passed on my birthday, ten sixteen. He goes, "Your first improv set was on my birthday. I was wow. in Vegas." Wait, 2016? No, 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 no. 1016, my birthday. Oh, okay. 10, of, October, of, October 16th. Of what year? 2009. Okay. That was my first time getting past there. Okay. Before that, I was doing yeah. whatever shows, you know, before I got... Before Whoa, dude. We're getting old. Older. That was a long time ago now. Yeah. It's 11 years ago now, man. That's a long time well, ago. And, and, and because before then, from 2006 to nine. Or like around seven to nine, you would do booked out shows or what? We, yeah, know, yeah, we don't, yeah. People, people that don't understand is like um, when you're not before you're regular, you just have to have a um, a booker book you on. That's an outside party, and I would do those a ton. And then Abrams finally was like, "I think, yeah, I think I should way. pass you. I yeah. think I'll pass you. I'll let you do a improv book spot." But yeah. I was in Vegas with my best friend who was living there, took a job, and we were going out to party. And I'm not kidding, I was like, "Oh, I, I have to check this email." for whatever whatever and this is back back then i don't even remember i don't know if i had an iphone i might have not even had but you i had was a like can blackberry I... pearl right right right, right right yeah. i was like can i jump on your computer but i would remember being in his office looking looking at my email and being like holy fuck i just got my first spot that place holds a really special uh, improv has such a special place in my heart because it just kind of had this the beginnings of la for me were there yeah me too I yeah mean, for, for sure. you more i mean specifically yeah. and now You've gone very far in your career. Let's catch people up to real speed. Um, you are you fucking the Righteous Gemstones. Uh, yeah, man. Come on, dude. I auditioned for that show, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I auditioned at the very beginning. What? Uh, what I don't know. Were you I don't know. For? Yours. Okay. No, I have no. Honestly, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't remember what I auditioned for, but I was doing. I'm dying up here. 
Oh, okay. Right? Because that came, when did you guys start that show? Three years ago. Four years ago? Three years ago, we did the... The pilot. Pilot. And yeah. then last year, we did the full season. Right. And then this year has been a while. So, right. I think I was just getting off I'm Dying Up Here, and I went out to do something on the pilot. By the way, dude, I don't know if... I think I reached out when it when it was on, but... And you uh, just wrote Boo. I just was like not a fan. Uh, <laughs> just not kind of not a fan of like what get? you do. Oh, but, Adam, what does what does he mean by that? Wow, I, think. Huh. I don't know. Huh. Well, uh, thanks. No, dude, I loved. I'm. I understand that there's a reason it didn't catch on is yeah. because it's very inside baseball. Too much. And shows like that tend not to do that well. They bomb. But I fucking love it. Well, I love you for saying I that. I love him. And well, I thought it was great. I really well, did. Well, I appreciate it. It wasn't that good. Uh, it wasn't that good, according to America and the critics. Thank you, guys. Uh, hey, they've never liked anything I've ever done. So Isn't it so funny, though, like when you're- Well, America, maybe. The critics, no. Never. No, the critics uh, actively dislike me. But I just me. feel like everyone I've ever talked to, they all have the same- They always go, oh, they hate me. And I'm like, do they, do they like anybody? Do they ever go, this was good? Uh, like, yeah, I, you have to be like- a skinny British lad or something. Right. You can't. You can't be anyone that they've that they're friends. Right. With. They're like this. It ha- you have to be some wild, enigmatic creature that they've never seen. Yeah. Before. You got to be like an Irish brute that just came in from right. the uh, countryside Hot. that they've never met and before. Right. And they're like, "Whoa, where did he come from?" Right. And you're like, "He's there's a fucking village of this guy. Right. There's a thousand of <laughs> yeah, these guys right now. These guys. Oh, it's just uh, chopping a tail back there, and then they're like, yeah, put him on." Oh, oh, he's it's so hot. I'm coming. He's a star. <laughs> Rub some dirt on his face. Oh God. What was the funny? Did you? What was the funniest of all the films you've done? Because you've done so many. I mean, honestly, and some fucking phenomenal film. You loved Mike and Dave. The Mike and Dave was probably my best. Do you know time. why I say you like that? And uh-huh. I projected that on you because it was so much fun. Yeah. I knew in my head. You know when you know a friend is doing something, you're like. Oh. They're having so oh, much fun. Oh, he's having a good time. <laughs> yeah, dude, I could just feel it. I was like, dude, he's having so much yeah. fun. That's just so... Like, what was... Of all the fun things that you've done, what was the worst review that you read about yourself or heard about yourself? Oh. Like, what was the most, like, biting where you're like, ow, man. I don't know. I They've... They've... They've always been fairly nice to me. They didn't try. They don't. They don't. Go right they for don't you? go right for me. It's usually the pro, the projects. Oh, or the thing itself. That's, it's right. like it's garbage. Or, well, that's nice that they don't attack you. Yeah, because when they write about you specifically, I mean, it's it it's hurts. a lot of uh, Instagram or or Twitter messages that are like, "Does he have Down syndrome?" No, I seriously want to know. No, I seriously <laughs> no, dude. It's it is. I swear to God, you write in. Uh, does he have It's Down? like, does Adam Devine autofill have Down, Down syndrome? <laughs> yeah. Because enough people out there have been like, I'm doing it. Might? I have to see you right might. now. Does Adam Devine? <laughs> yeah. Look it up. Does it come up? Does Adam Devine have Down syndrome is the number one searched. And then it's play piano. And then, oh, sure. And then third is have Downs. Yeah. So the street <laughs> oh, slang yeah, version. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> Well, I did a movie where I dude uh, that is where I, I played s- piano, and so that makes sense. Yes, but they want to know if you're faking m- it. More sense is if do I have Down syndrome? Right. How about this? Hey, can I get another hit of this? A hundred. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> I'm partying. Today. Here's my top three. Yeah. Does Andrew Santino have a special? That makes me feel good. Okay. Who does Andrew Santino? Well, no, that's pro- that's good. They want wait, to know. More. Wait, but who does Andrew Santino play in Dave? <laughs> the redheaded guy. The only redheaded <laughs> yeah. guy. The one that looks exactly if like If you him. saw Dave, you'd know which yeah, guy was me. Absolutely. Unmistakably. For sure the one it's that is you. It's two black guys 
a, a skinny Jewish guy to an Asian yeah. girl a and me. A skinny Jewish guy. And a white girl and me. Named Dave. Named Dave. <laughs> and the third one is, what car does he Andrew Santino have? Why would someone want to know what car I have? What are we, why, like, that means, Google shows you what the most search algorithm is. That that means people are sitting at home going, I love Adam Devine. I fucking, no, he's, I love, he's hilarious. Does, does he, he down have, sin- yeah. and, does he have just a little sprinkle? It's or weird to, to quote search. Ryan Sickler, a little dash of downs. A little dash of downs. Yeah. A little dash of downs. A little dash of downs. Um, uh, and, and honestly, of all the stuff that you've done, and I genuinely mean this, as a friend, it's really weird to give friends compliments because it always sounds disingenuous on camera, but you do know um, I love you, and I've always thought you what you did what you did from the jump was great. Making your own shit, Workaholics, was phenomenal. And since Thank then, you've you. made so much good stuff, and I mean that, dude, genuinely, as a friend. I think you made so much Thanks, fucking great me. stuff. Appreciate and that. now you and the work jerks, that's what the kids call them, uh-huh. um, now you guys are making a podcast finally, which, by the way, you should have done... Everybody wanted you to do one forever, and I know it takes a long time, but this we is important. Blew. We should have been doing one, like, because essentially the podcast, it's called This Is Important. Yep. Please like and subscribe. Please. Uh, but uh, we should have been doing, it, it essentially is us. It's you guys. The conversations that, we're, that we would have in the Workaholics Writers Room. Right. I'm like, why didn't we just fucking mic our asses God, up? God, if you recorded that, would have been so fucking great. And just call it the Writers Room Sessions. It right. would have been fucking great. Yeah, it would have been incredible, especially because, I mean, how you know how rare it is. You know how rare it is to have friends, actual friends outside of the workplace get together to work in a Writers Room. Because a lot of times, rooms are a, a ton of different people from different walks of life, and they're all contributing, which is great, but... You guys being good friends beforehand and then getting to work in the room together. I think that's so what rare. It lended itself and why kind of workaholics out the gate was embraced. Right. By a lot of people because we could it, tell it, it just real. truly felt like these these guys are friends. It, was it real. wasn't like three actors who right. they have to get five or six episodes in before they kind of start to cook with each other and totally. have a few like nights out and a few like fun drunk dinners. You know when they did like, production is like, you guys should go eat together. Yeah, You're for like, sure. Okay, like, dude, I'm not going to fucking learn this guy in 48 hours. Yeah. Like I'd have to know you because you guys have known each other for years and and yeah, we fully lived together for years and years. So that's, I mean, that show. to me is like the gold of that. Is so hard, but you guys are capturing it genuinely. The podcast is fucking great, and people need to, Thanks, to listen man. to this. is important. It's awesome. Thank you. And it's and it's great because uh, what what was great about your show, and honestly, I'm not I'm not placating. The reason that the show is good is the reason that you guys are good on the pod as well, is because you guys are very very different. Knowing all of you personally, yeah. As I've grown to learn all of you, like as as I become friends with each of you outside mm-hmm. of the show, you obviously first, but then I grew to know Durs. Yeah, you because worked with Durs we did the worst guys? pilot of all time oh, together. Yeah, we did a pilot called "How I Met Your Father," which was the spinoff yeah. to "How I Met Your Mother." Which, by the way, all of us were like, when Durs got that, we were like, "Well, oh, Durs is about to be our richest friend. He's about to like." It was a big deal at the time. Yeah, we were like, "Oh, he's about to be like a hundred millionaire for sure. It's going to go <laughs> thirty seasons, <laughs> yes. and he's going to be making a million an episode." So they asked me, CBS asked if i was okay because i had to i was me uh i was playing a gay guy her gay brother and cbs was like genuine about they were like are you going to be comfortable if the show continues um being recognized publicly as a straight man playing a gay person and you got to remember this is years ago that now the conversation would be so different oh yeah but i was like yeah i mean i don't care that i play a gay person on the show and they were like we just want to know your comfort level with homosexuality. I'm dead oh, serious. Wow. Because okay. they wanted to know how I was going to like. Well, if for this sure. Was gonna I be guess a that's thing. a question that you have to ask. 
But like, and I took the "I hate fag" sticker off my car the same <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah. I was like, I gotta get that sign on my fucking car. Scribble that out. Yeah, I feel like that's a question you have to ask. But no, it was. But it was interesting because I get why it was so. And it also, was a big still deal. to this day, I disagree with. I think straight people should play gay people, and gay people should play straight. Because if you say that, if you say that straight people can't play gay people, then that means that gay people can't play, play straight, straight people. people. It's and insane. It's just, it's all acting. Yeah, what so are we talking about? anyone should play anyone. Right, but, anybody could play, anybody should play anyone. But I don't want to get canceled, so. <laughs> well, you are, dude. This yeah. podcast is being renamed canceled right now. In here, we pour whiskey. whiskey. This episode of Whiskey Ginger is brought to you by Buffalo Trace. This is damn good whiskey. The distillery was just named 2020 Distillery of the Year. The San Francisco World Spirits Competition had some of the best whiskey tasters in America, judging hundreds of whiskeys, and Buff Trace won the most. Come on, man. You know I pushed Buffalo Trace before in the past. It's the only bourbon with balls. Okay, 1773, they started doing their thing, and they never stopped since then. Also, during Prohibition, they got themselves a permit to make whiskey for medicinal purposes, quote-unquote, which I love. It is medical. I need it. I need it to operate, doctor. Fill me up. The Buffalo stands strong. This stuff is great. I've told you guys about them. Harlan Wheatley, the master distiller over there. I met him. He is a cool dude, man. He's got craft vodka they're making over there. They're trying out tequilas, all sorts of different kinds of spirits. Um, but they perfected whiskey. I can tell you that their bourbon is unbelievable. Made from corn, rye, and barley. It matures twice as long as most bourbons on the market. Uh, they throw it in those oak barrels for eight years. Most robust I've ever tasted. For its price point, I got to tell you, it's phenomenal. Um, it's distilled, aged, and bottled by Buffalo Trace Distillery, 90 proof, Franklin County, Kentucky, Buffalo Trace. It's American, family owned, and independent. Go pick up a bottle today from your local liquor distributor. Please drink safely and enjoy these holidays. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who got the best stuff for my balls? Manscaped. You know it, baby. I've been pushing Manscaped for a long time now. I trim my nuts with that lawnmower 3.0. It's incredible. Uh, they're now introducing the new performance package. Uh, with the hygiene bundle. It comes included with the Weed Whacker, the ear hair and nose hair trimmer. You got to get it because I know you're using the old school. The old school ones that you get from the local store are nada good. They're nada bueno. They get stuck in, the, stuck in your hair and your schnoz and it pulls and you're bleeding. So annoying. Uh, and you don't want the old man hairs. You don't want the guy from Up's hair sticking out, although he's cute. Um... But uh, this, uh, this new uh, Weed Whacker is 9,000 RPMs, dude. It's fast. Uh, it'll put it up against any Hellcat on the street. 360-degree rotator dual blade system. It's proprietary skin-safe technology, so you're not going to nick and cut yourself and pull and tug. Um, it's incredible. They got that crop preserver in there, that ball deodorant, the crop reviver, the ball toner to make your nuts soft. Soft like it was when you was a child. You're going to replace, uh, you're going to get these replaceable blades every three months as well for the weed whacking lawn mowing time to clean up and enjoy your holidays indoors with your partner. Uh, Manscaped, thank you so much for making our holes look sexy. Uh, right now, Whisk Ginge uh, fans get 20% off and free shipping with the code whiskey at manscaped.com. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use that code whiskey. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. The holiday season is upon us, and people are shopping like crazy. Uh, if you're an online seller and you're struggling to keep up, I'm telling you, ShipStation is the best. We use ShipStation. I love ShipStation. I cannot recommend them enough. Fastest and easiest way and most affordable to print and ship all your orders conveniently, dude. ShipStation is so simple to use. It's so user-friendly. It helps uh, you get your 
stuff out the door quickly. Whether you're selling on Shopify, Amazon, eBay, or your own website, uh, they're going to bring everything into a simple interface to make it simple for you to use, manage, and distribute. USPS, FedEx, UPS, even international, whatever you're selling, uh, unless it's super illegal, and then I don't think you can use it. Uh, but whatever you're selling, it gives you the best deal that they usually give to these massive companies. They bundle it for you, for the small business owner. It's the number one choice of online sellers. Right now, Whiskey Ginger fans, uh, they can go to ShipStation.com. Try ShipStation for free for 60 days. That's two months in layman's terms if you use that offer code Whiskey. Make sure your business can meet the demands of the massive online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on that microphone on the top of the homepage. Please help us out here. Type in Whiskey. ShipStation.com. Enter the promo code Whiskey. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. I like Tinder's. No, I think, it, but that's just a, what an obvious observation. Any human would go, yeah, dude, you should be able to play other things, right? Like, the, otherwise you're limiting what anybody can do. So they were, but the one thing I will say, and I don't care, it's not like I signed anything. We were joking around the, 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 when we were doing the pilot taping live and we kissed each other. Mm-hmm. And they're who, laughing. Who? You and Durst? No, 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 no. Durst played her husband. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Drew, I was like, I was like, Drew, I didn't know this backstory. No, no, yeah. Well, we did, we would kiss each script. other before. Yeah, we yeah, would before shoot. and after every good shoot. Good luck. Yeah. And then we would go. Mm-hmm. No, Makes uh, sense. no. Drew and I, who played my my husband on the sh- or boyfriend on the show, we kissed like in between a take. I was like, you know, somebody broke and and then somebody came up to us and was like, "Hey, you guys can't kiss." I, or like I know you guys are having fun, but like we can't when we're t- taping, you can't kiss. I was like, oh, well, we're just fucking around. Like we were fucking around, you know what I mean? And it was like a cheek. It was I don't even think, I think it was like a what? I, oh, I kissed him on the forehead and on his nose, and uh, they were like, no, 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 it's okay. It's just you know. And I was like, oh, right on. It's too sexual, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And they made it seem like it was like I ripped his pants off. It was yeah. it was so. But I remember the feeling of like, right. I know what they're doing. What they're saying is like. We're cool with showing gay, but we don't want to show real affection. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, but me and Durs did this pilot, and um, it was so bad they didn't want anybody to see it, so they buried it. And uh, it was everybody's fault. Nobody was good. Nothing about we just didn't do a good job. And they showed it to me. But it's hard. No pilots are. Oh, they're are, so hard, dude. But they showed it to me and CBS. They made me, or they asked me to go watch it, and I watch it by myself in like mm. a vaulted room at CBS. Yeah. Those are all. That's always the weirdest. <laughs> Dude, they were like, okay, enjoy, click, and you're by yourself, and it was so uncomfortable. And you're not allowed to eat or drink anything Can't in bring room. anything like, in the room. The room, the, like, because I've done that with... Oh, you know. A, a, multiple so, of times. So uncomfortable. Just like, they're just like, we'd like to show you the movie. Um, you could come in. You could invite one other person. So it's you like end up inviting noon. your, like, manager or whatever. Right. And then it's just you guys sitting alone in this tiny little theater uh, that you're not allowed to bring water can't bring water it's like what do you think is going to happen in here (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. and also if i spill a it's water i don't give a shit if it's fucking uh hawaiian punch yeah yeah and it's a white couch and it's also you know you're one of the stars of their show right on the day of the show when you're shooting they'll give you anything you want right treat you like a king like we got you they're showing you the product and they're like you're Hey, you better drink some water beforehand uh, because because <laughs> no water allowed in the room. Because if this room gets wet at all, you're rule banished from Hollywood. It's a rule you're blacklisted, we have, and you know that. Why is that? Everybody knows that. And I watched the pilot, and um, I talked to Durst after, right after, and I was like, "This is uh, this is embarrassing." He's like, "Yeah, I'm glad." We were all very 
But the cockiness around it, Durs will tell you, dude, the first day of shooting, they had cupcakes. I'm not exaggerating. It said C-U-N-N-Y. C-U-N-N-Y, the letters. Because see you see you in, in New York. In, oh, okay. Because the show, because Carter and Craig were the creators who are brilliant, mm-hmm. and they did How I Met Your Mother, and they they did this show as well, and they live in New York, and they were like, we have to shoot in New York, so we were gonna move to New York if it went, and uh, honestly, genuinely, not to their discredit, we well, bombed the pilot so bad, those guys couldn't have fixed it if they tried. We were all. So I don't think anyone did a good job. Like every actor, we were Well, terrible. admittedly, everyone thought that it was going to go. I remember when Durs was like, I'm do it. Because w- me and Durs have like very different ideas of how we want our careers to go. Well, you, you're completely different guys. For sure. Like couldn't be farther couldn't apart. Couldn't be more different. <laughs> right. But he like, I've always been like, I want to be, I want to do a little bit of everything, yeah. but then also like have a movie career. Like to me, I'm like, I want to like make big fun comedy, yeah. silly comedy and movies. And you do. And Durs is like, I want to get on a sitcom and ride that sitcom for like eight years, eight, 10 years. Yeah. Which also. More power to you. That, that's awesome. Well, that's also yeah. a great career move. But uh, so when he was like, I'm getting, I just got the, the husband role in how I met your father. Yeah. I was like, I was like, you did it, <laughs> baby boy. You, you did, did it. it. <laughs> you did, he, I mean, I genuinely, when he got it, I was also happy it was him because I was like, oh shit, it's people I know. So it gave me a little bit of confidence. But when I started to see like the the hubris, uh, I yeah. was like, oh no, it like yeah. rubbed me the wrong way. That I, people were like, you gonna buy a place in New York or are you gonna rent? Uh, you gonna yeah. rent for the first year? And I was like, what are you guys talking about? We didn't even start the pilot, and people were already like. Flying to New York, I'm uh, looking at out places. places. Yeah. yeah, dude, oh, I got boy. so nervous. Yikes. I was like, "What are you saying?" And also, you know, my la- my my fucking my wife, the old bag. She she was <laughs> she hesitant. loves that. She, she loves does. That. She does. Yeah. Well, the, the, it's for the fans. <laughs> they, but no, the old bag was like she knew, she knew. She's so keen. She was like, "I don't think we're moving to New York." She had never. She's not a part of it. She knew nothing about it. She just had like a vibe. Also, because I came home the first day, and I was like. This is really hard to shoot. It was just different. It was I didn't have never done multicam. I've never I've never done it either. I, I'm bad at it. I am so ba- hey multicam people don't hire me. I'm so bad. I'm gonna save you time. I'm so bad at it. It's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm so bad, dude. I'm, I I would wish I was good, but every time I go for it, they're always like, "We love you," and I'm like, "I'm gonna fucking bomb." Oh, I don't I'm gonna know. bomb. It just I'm not good at those things. I'm single cam all day. Put me in front of audiences on single cam is fine. I could be a crowd root people. Something about multicam rhythm, it's a technique that people it from home a, don't get. It is a, like a, a skill. skill set. really is, dude. When I was doing Modern Family, which was single camera, without an audience, yeah. but it was just like the their dialogue fast. is real fast yeah. and snappy. And like the jokes per minute are... It's are insane. Peak it out. Yeah. And a much different cadence than Workaholics, which is just rambling finding our way like improving our our way into the scene and out of scenes and we find buttons and tags while doing the improv uh but doing that show i was like oh i don't know what the only note i ever got was faster really because i i speak slowly like i have a slow cadence but you're articulate slowly because my brain works slow <laughs> it takes a long time for these words to come out i can see the guy in your head doing the <laughs> wheel just click, like click, we're doing click, our click, best click, click. it's Relax. all coming it'll come out <laughs> it's coming out um 
Yeah, so that was like the note I would constantly get. It's just like faster, 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 faster. Because the show is unbelievably fast-paced. A little-known fact that people don't know, I hate to spread Hollywood rumors, but Ed O'Neill, um, every every time you you guys were on set, would spank you. It would give that you a spanking. That is 100% true, yeah. Why is that? Why would he do that? I got a nice ass, man. <laughs> you do, dude. You're very bubbly. You have a nice bubble butt. You got, got a, a bubble I butt. I got a donker down You got there. a killer tush, yeah, kid. Yeah, thank you. You got thank a killer you. tush. Who, uh, this is fun, who have you worked with that you didn't think you were going to keep in touch with, but oddly enough, kept closer than you ever imagined? There's always somebody, because for me, while I give you time to think, a lot of people, I'm always like, oh, we're going to be best buds, and we, we don't talk again. Mm-hmm. And some people I film with, I can't believe we became so close, and we now are closer than we've ever been. I feel like some of the directors that I've worked with, like... You guys just became, like, really just tight. Just became, like, true friends. Like, yeah. Jake Samansky, who did Mike and Dave. Like, Todd Strauss-Scholson, who did uh, Isn't so It Romantic. Good. So good. I'm like... So many good people. So many good directors, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and uh, I'd say, like, me and Aubrey are just... We don't talk all that often, but like we're just. She all... doesn't talk to anybody much. Yeah, no, yeah. she's she's <laughs> she's an odd duck, but I love her. Yeah, she's great. I feel like we're just gonna be buds for the rest of our lives. But you know what I mean, though. It's like typically when I do, when you shoot something, you always think there's one person, two people that you're like, it's my bud, and then sometimes they dissipate. It dissipates, and and you're like, oh, well, we were so close. It was so mm-hmm. weird. It like the little moment. I mean, well, admittedly, my fiance, we did a movie together. Oh, oh, and yeah. uh, we did the final girls, which Todd Strauss also directed. And Malin's uh, in that, my homie Malin. Yeah, Malin yep. Ackerman's in yep. that. And we kind of got to know each other on the. And then now, you know, now we're now life fianced. Yeah, life yeah. happened. And it's when you still in my phone, it's Chloe Bridges, final girls. Shut up. Because you put like what you well, know, how you met, how you met. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. Now it's your. She's your fiance. 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 People don't know. Uh, you, however, oddly enough, you don't live together. She lives on a boat out in the Pacific. She does, yeah. What Little is that fact. about? Little Why? Fact. She lives, and not even that far. It's like right 40 off 40 yards. Oh, really? She's anchored 40 yards hmm. just off the coast. Right where the break wall is. And I live on the beach, so it's kind of like just a little separation. You just uh, wave her in or something? She or? takes a rowboat. <laughs> cool. She rows in. She rows in every she day? She rows in uh, when she has to take a shit. Breakfast! Because- what? No, we do not have breakfast. Here. Okay, yeah, that she makes catches sense. her her brekkie. It's, uh, she catches her brek, really. Her brekkie, C- catch yeah. and cook, dude. Yeah, but we're I respect that about to, a girl. We're not allowed to shit on the boat, so she does row in right. uh, to use the restroom. Right, mm-hmm. she's a great girl. That uh, is a little known fact. Yeah, no, I mean, people should know it yeah. and spread it around. Uh, she's a wonderful human being. Um, I met her uh, with you. I think the first time I met her was at. I think you took her to the. Maybe to the comedy club is maybe the first time I saw you yeah, guys together. I, I, I would take her, and she, uh, you hang. would take, you would show her off. Is really would, what it is. I would, I would have her on my arm. Yeah, you, you'd go, guys, want to meet the babe? And we'd all go, ooh, ooh, he's here ooh. with the babe. Guys, I got a babe. <laughs> Make room for the babe. It comes, my babe. How I would enter the room first. I'd go in the comedy store uh, mm-hmm. green room backstage and close it. I'd go, wait here. And then would close the door and be like, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce the babe. And she goes, hey, boys. <laughs> and we're all smoking. And yeah. we're like, oh, yeah. Ooh, and, la, then, la. and then I go. And we turn to our left. And it's actually Phil Collins is right there playing. Uh, a not a Phil Collins song. 
playing. That was bodyguard. Uh, if you be my buddy, Paul <laughs> yes, Simon. Yes, I think that's Paul anyway, Simon. Anyway, that's between them. They Phil have to Collins fight that out. Playing football, Paul was Simon. there with his daughter Lily Collins. She <laughs> was a, a, a babe for someone else. And that happens, dude. I want to genu- I want to ask you genuinely. Uh, you're starting um, righteous gemstones again. You told me. Are we allowed to talk about it? Uh, no. No. Great. Okay, let's do it. Okay, perfect. Um, Danny is. To me, unequivocally, one of the funniest people I've ever, but also so good of an actor. It's annoying. It's annoying. He's annoying to me because he's he can he's so good at being that character that people I know but think that's who he is, but he's not at all. For sure. Like it's so annoying that you're like, oh uh, fuck, that guy's such a cartoon. He well, he's like he tends to play like kind of boorish dickhead yeah like asshole type characters yeah because that's hilarious to play well it's it's all, and i it's do so that funny. sometimes too like you're I'd more say, in, you're more endearing he's more like brute he's more brutish he's yeah, more yeah like yeah that's how it is bitch bit. yeah like that's typically yeah his vibe uh-huh. is always like uh but right then he truly is well by the way i texted him yesterday and he didn't text me back so a little bit fuck him. Kind of fuck him. So a little kind bit of right fuck now. him. Fuck you, Danny. But beyond that, he is one of the nicest guys that sure. I know. He seems uh, that way, man. He's like truly just a good dude and really good at what he does, too. And as a guy who has created shows and has written movies and stuff and knows how fucking hard that stuff yeah, it's is. impossible. And to keep that output up yeah, is like that's that's what's like... Uh, you know, it, it's like, it's hard to keep churning stuff out. Oh my God. And the way he's able to do that and just be like, yeah, okay, done with that show, on to the next show. Hey, impre- did that movie, on to the man. next movie. It's like, yeah, that stuff, it's that, cool. It doesn't, it, it is impressive to me. And it also, that's why I say annoying because I'm jealous. It is jealousy when I see guys that are so good at that. You think you're, it's, it, it, I imagine it's like when somebody who's really intellectual, because I'm not smart, when someone intellectual meets like the top of their thing, like the head engineer at a thing and they're like, how do they fucking do it? Like, yeah, I'm good too, but that's annoying because yeah. they're just, they're like around the corner when you're just trying to get catch up a little bit. But the show genuinely is fucking phenomenal. And I, thanks man. I can't wait to see. And you're really sexy on it, dude. You really, you I'm really do look, something. you look hot on there, I'm man. I'm doing something. Is there something about you on the uh, show that lo- like your it. sex vibes are high? The, the faux hawk, the sort of, you, you know look, what it is? It's and cute, think, but also sex. You know what I think it is? I think the, uh, the homosexuality that I'm the possible closeted homosexuality well it's, that you're not sure is it is he is is he will he <laughs> what's the it's will, will he won't he will he won't he yeah situation can he will he and he, he might he won't? with another he we don't know we don't know we don't know and maybe it's know. too closeted because of all the Christianity. <laughs> I think that's what you're responding yeah, to. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because yeah, that's, yeah. well, that's, as a as a Catholic kid, that's, yeah. you know. Oh, by the way, also speaking of Catholic which, kid, yeah. uh, the Chicago Archdiocese just paid out like 10 million bucks to kids that they touched. So congratulations to everyone that got checks. Still haven't gotten mine. Yeah, big shout out to all those kids. Uh, to all those kids. And um, we'd like to uh, run the list of names right here if we could. <laughs> just, just to shout out the list if of names. If we had a scroll... <laughs> And we just, and we're, yeah. we're like, oh, scroll. oh, I actually know. Oh, Mikey DeNunez. I uh, remember him. Ryan Jonica, there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Too specific of a name. It's a very, yeah, very, yeah. very, a real kid that got touched. Oh. No, I, I, uh, I was plugging my news, I was plugging my morning news feed and trying to get really depressed this morning. And sadly, I saw Ellen got COVID 
Helen, get better. Oh, uh, I saw that too. R.I.P. R.I.P. No, I know she's alive. She's not dead. She's dying from it. Okay, that you happens. By the way, tell. I can't wait for this to. By the way, this to be timestamped. Ellen, I immediately take that back because I love doing your show. Bring it, me back, JKN, dude. <laughs> Just this, JKN. Th- that's gonna get timestamped, and then seven months from now, um, I will see in the comment thread of a YouTube page where somebody goes, "This didn't age well." 48 minutes 16 seconds yeah uh, yeah absolutely we'll have to use that we'll have to use it we'll have to use no ellen and um please please do ellen and and another person my favorite uh Uh yeah no please honestly (laughs) well buffalo trace keeps it they give it to us so we might as well have love it um and buffalo trace come on over to uh yeah this is important why don't you head over to this is important yeah how funny it's it's in here too but no one ever uses it well my, oh, why my ooh, my fiance does this with all my booze and then i'm like which is it what is it and also it just doesn't seem I, I it seems like it's too, supposed to stay in there it should stay in there yeah and then it does yeah and then also it's just a little too fancy for like my whole uh shit yeah well dude no 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 it's it's not you know what it is it's mature yeah that's i when i see it i think of my dad like that's a dad thing to have, and now I feel like um, he would respect me because of this. You hey, know? Well, we're getting there, buddy. We're trying. Thank you, Pop. I love you, Pops. By the way, speaking of parents, I've met your parents. Uh, I've met your dad, especially. And when your parents come into town, man, it's a party. It's a You come from wild... good stock. I'm being genuine. And so when, when did you meet my parents? I came to the improv. Oh, okay. That checks out. Yeah, years ago, I met your dad and your mom. And maybe it was because you were filming... Comedy Central? Were you doing a half hour? Did you, no, you didn't do. No. no, what did you do for Comedy Central? You filmed something. Okay. And then your mom and your dad I were there. I did a lot of stuff for Comedy Central. I can't remember. Yeah, the network you I never were on did for a, like seven years. Yeah, I never did a special for them. Yeah, why didn't you, by the way? Why didn't they give you a special after Workaholic? They did. They wanted to give me a half hour, and I... You said no. Said no, because I wanted an hour, and then they were like, well, maybe we won't give you an hour. Maybe you should take the half hour, and I go, Okay. I just knew I wasn't doing enough stand up at that time. Yeah. That if I did a half hour, if then then the next if it and then it because at that time I knew I'd crush a half hour. Yeah. But I'm like It's twenty two minutes. Yeah. It's like that's twenty yeah. minutes. Yeah, with with commercial breaks, you're like, you I got could it. Slay twenty two minutes. I got it. But I didn't feel conf I wasn't doing stand up enough because I was doing workaholics. Right. That I felt like I could get a solid hour after burning that half hour oh bro maybe you know what it was uh when you did uh when we saw uh your house party when you started doing house party oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and i it. did the first episode you did yeah of house party by the way if you haven't seen adam divine's house party genuinely it's again a, it's a it was one of the f- most gem. fun times i've ever had because it was different it was a stand-up show that wasn't stand-up uh it didn't make you feel it was stand-up it didn't make you feel like it never made you feel like you're like, ah, oh, they're going to fuck me up on this. I'm going to look dumb or, you know what I mean? Because sometimes stand-up shows don't really do the thing that they're supposed to do. And you're like, yep. just show them doing stand-up. We did a sketch where I was, what? I was dating your girlfriend or something? Oh, that's right. That is right. It was like my ex-girlfriend came to the Watched show. the show? With you. Right, that's what it was. I showed up you, with your ex-girlfriend. And... The whole point is like we've stopped. We haven't been dating for like a year or something. Right. Like it's like we've been long, right. long ago. Right. And I'm just like, can I talk to you by the swing set? And like she's like, what? Like what are you doing, dude? You're with yeah. my girl. Yeah. 
And, and you're like, you're with my ex, bro. So the whole point of the show was like, there's a narrative thread running through the house party where I'm doing a stand-up comedy show in the backyard. Yeah. And so it was really fun. It I was gotta, so fun, and dude. And what was so fun about it is like the first season and a half, I got to really get all of my buddies yeah. on. Yeah, the first season is phenomenal. Oh, it's awesome. There's so many funny people on the and, show. And I'm like, I really got all my buddies on the show. And then as it as like season two and a half and into season three, it was a lot of people that I'm like, I was a little outside. I wasn't in the comedy clubs every night anymore. Sure. And I wasn't doing the open mics and wasn't like really plugged into who the next wave of comics were. How could you know? Yeah. And so like I'd watched a million sets and right. like chose these these people and people that I genuinely like, oh, this guy's funny. He's got a good point of view or yeah. like he seems like he has the chops and then got to write for them. And that was also cool because now I have a whole generation of those comics yeah. that that I was able to give their first shot to. Yeah, that's really cool. It was cool, man. It was rad. I, I, loved, I loved it. I well, loved I, I always it. said, but I said the one reason I was like, I'm going to tell Adam how pissed I was. We did the first season in Chatsworth. I which know. is like way deep in the valley at this big mansion. And it was super fun. And then as years went on, I see these kids that are like, we're doing it in Hawaii this year. I'm like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I know. I did it in the valley, dude. I, 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 I think I sent you a text a while ago yeah. after we had, after the show had the first, the second season had aired. And I was like, dude, I heard you guys are going to fucking new Orleans. And you're like, yeah, dude. I was like, what the fuck, dude, man? That new Orleans. Well, the, what's so fun about the, that show was, the it was so partying. fun about doing it. Yes. It was in new Orleans. Mm -hmm. Both New Orleans and Hawaii were just a fucking blast. Yeah. Because I for heard. me, every every two days, a new batch of comics come into town. Right. So for me, how many weeks? I'm, I'm like for uh, two weeks. Okay. One week of prep. Right. Where just me and my guys are like prepping everything, sure. finishing storylines, and like working on scripts. Yeah. And still having a great time. Party. And then yeah. and then two straight like sprints. Just dead sprint of like, we start to work at, we'll start work at 10 a.m., are done by 10 or 11 p.m., go out drinking until one or two, yeah. go fall asleep, wake up, back on set, Damn. and do it all again for two straight weeks. And every <laughs> two days, you have a new group of comics that you're trying to entertain and you're going, we're going out afterwards. I'm going to take you to this place. We're doing right. this. We're doing that. And now you know all the spots at some point. Oh, right? I was so plugged in. <laughs> Chloe, my fiance, who is uh, a New Orleans native. She oh, grew, she's from she there. Is from there. Oh, moved here when she was like 12 or 13. Uh, so she's not from there, from there. But she's like was enough. Enough. Yeah. And she was born there and raised there. Right. And so like she knows the spots. When we hung out for the first time walking down Frenchman Street. Mm -hmm. Where we shot uh, house party, yeah. Uh, people were coming out, like owners of bars and restaurants were coming out of the store and being like, "Adam," <laughs> I'm like, "My God, what's up, Mario?" And like awesome. calling, calling people out. <laughs> she's like, "Jesus Christ!" You know the whole city. Yeah, she's like, "Are you an alcoholic?" I'm like, "I'm a fun, I, I'm, I'm a, a fun, fun having guy. guy. I'm yeah. a fun guy. I'm a fun guy." Drew hey. Brees is like, "Adam," you're like, yeah. "True, chill, yeah, when dude." When you're when you're thirty two three. It's not alcoholism yet. It's no, called being a fun, you're a fun guy. guy. You're fun. How old are you now? Thirty. I just turned thirty-seven. Me too. Cheers, dude. It's a fun guy. Fun guy, dude. You <laughs> fucking up above the head. <laughs> Wait, what's your birthday? November seventh. 
October. I'm older than you. Oh, I didn't realize. I'm, you I'm, could tell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's in the eyes. <laughs> what did I say to you when, I, when you got out of your car? What's, what did I first say? Immediately you were like, your skin looks great. I go, you look great. Yeah. I said, your skin, you, I said, you look glowing. <laughs> the sun was hitting you right. I was a little horny. I'm not going to lie. But I also was like, "This, you look fucking good well, when you pulled uh, up, dude. Admittedly, I did my hair for the first time in like... Uh, but you look cutesy pootsy. Thank you. Why? Because, yeah, you've been in, in the quarantine mode. You've been chilling, not doing anything. Dude, I've been wearing sweatpants for like six months yeah um i feel that i am a fitness influencer now i am getting out i'm are kinda, you yeah do you have I'm, a couple of deals you got a couple uh, of no, fitness deals? Not deals yet but i'm getting free stuff so i keep perpetuating right on uh, the in the influence that i bring your lulu your lulu can cantaloupe which your lulu cantaloupe what's your uh no it's i'm a lemon lulu lemon yeah i am lemon lulu lemon all right yeah dude. i am him <laughs> okay uh, dude no i you I've are you out. are in good shape dude well, thank you. You're you no are, Zac Efron. You are as well. You're no I'm Zac not. Efron. I'm not. I'm not. Well, here's the thing: is I'm working out now more than I've ever worked out in my yeah. life. I'm legit working out two hours every day. Shut up. I ride my bike for about an hour and a half every day, Jealous. and then I do like a thirty minute like high intensity, fucking CrossFit type shit. Are we talking Peloton or outside bicycle? Both. I have you a Peloton. Both. For if it's like too windy or whatever, I can't do and the then, Peloton. And then I do, uh, and then I do. I watch shows. You do okay. So that okay, dude. I like catch up on Breaking Bad. See, this is my thing. Do you, ha- you don't you have pe- to take the class thing? No, no, no. You, you don't. You don't have to. Oh, okay. Because I did it. My my right. girl takes all the classes. Right. I've literally never taken a class. Oh, you. So you don't. So can you put anything on that screen? You can. You can break. You can sort of like break the code Hell and do yeah. it. But I just watch it on my iPad. Right. Right. And just right there. But see, that was my biggest thing. I did it at a gym. We were on the road, and this nice hotel had it in the gym, and they had four of them. And I, I think I was with Rogan, and I was like, "I'm gonna go try that thing." Mm -hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, tell me how they are." And I go down there, and I was skeptical because I'm like, "I don't, I don't this, I don't, I don't ride bikes ever. I'm not like a, you know, whatever." So what is it? I'm not jerking off two dudes, and (laughs) I sit on the bike, and I started the class, and I loved doing it. But I had to turn off the class because I it's a, I can't I don't like it I don't like that intensity of like get uh, up and go down I didn't like it's it it's too much too demanding I admit, it. I admit it uh but I'm I like riding bikes yeah and and I bought a road bike recently what's and it called because like, I don't know anything about uh, bikes specialized oh specialized is nice I know yeah. them because the That's, S is cool looking yeah, it's cool it S. reminds me of cool uh, when we were kids uh, what was the cool one when we were kids. Uh, Dino. 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 Yeah, Dino. Did you see we got it? Yeah. With yeah. pegs? Did you have pegs? Oh, I had pegs. You bad dude. Man. Did you have pegs front and back or, I or just front back? Front and back. You bad man. fuck. Could you grind ever, dude? Not really. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad at it. I always My had pegs was, in the back. I was um I had a bad accident when I was a kid. I think you know that. We I do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was hit by a symmetric as a kid. So for, that was fifth and sixth grade. Or no, that was sixth into seventh grade. Yeah. And then by eighth grade, I'm kind of back to normal, but I'm a fragile little bitch. You know, like you're worried for sure something could snap pretty easily. And so but so all my friends were skateboarders and stuff Mm. or were playing sports. Right. And uh, I'm like, I can't do any of that stuff. So all my friends are like skateboarding and like doing like cool rails. And And so it's just me riding my bike. So I'm like, give me a BMX bike so I can like at least act like I'm doing cool stuff. Totally. And all I could do was throw myself down staircases. Like, that was my move. Like, other kids would be able to do a bunny hop and, like, ride a rail or, like... You just kept going. I would just, like, 
pick a gnarly staircase that people are like, oh, you might fall and really hurt yourself. And I'm like, oh, I've been really hurt before. (laughs) (laughs) I know this life. (laughs) And would just hurl myself down staircases and just, it's just about being far back and just hanging on. So you were, that's brave as fuck though. You You didn't care at some point. You were like, fuck it. I don't care. No, I don't really care about being. I think it was this. Some once I got hit by the the truck, it was like I've already experienced the most pain that you can totally. experience. You were and what, it wasn't when you that hit, bad. You I mean, it was 10, bad. Ten or 11, eleven? I think. Yeah. Ah, that's so crazy to me, dude. Yeah. So then after that, I was just like, yeah, what's whatever. A, what's a broken arm? Or right. you know. I love that. I love that it's, it takes getting hit by a car to be like, um, well, because when you're a kid, you're supernatural. You're a kid, you're already like, you think yeah. I'm going to get hurt? You're out of your mind. Yeah. And then you, and then once you get hurt as a kid, you have that, like, you, you're superhero shit. You're like, uh, I dare you to try to hurt well, me. Well, you know what it is? And not to get, like, too deep. Do it. But uh, we're getting whiskey ginger. Yeah, dude, get deep. Uh, get deep. I think it is... I don't think I'd be doing anything I'm currently doing. Like, I'm amazed at, uh, and every, not to take anything away from anyone, but like. Please do. Uh, like, people that don't have any sort of weirdness in their life, I don't know how they have gone have gone full steam down the path that we've gone down. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? You gotta like, have a little bit of something. A little bit of something. And my parents are great, and I was never, no one touched my butthole, like, it, Okay. I did. Okay. I did. So that's your thing. That's my thing. So yeah. for me, it was. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> yeah. The archdiocese. The yeah. archdiocese. <laughs> no, I never for, had butthole touch. So, but for me, it was the cement truck thing. And I was like, oh, I just knew that I could die like yeah. at any second. Yeah. And I was so close to it. And everything was broken and rebuilt. And then after, like, everything from the waist down was fully shattered. And they had to rebuild everything. <sighs> So they they were like, how long did uh, it take you to learn how to walk again? Almost two years. Damn. Yeah, and then in eighth grade I played football. Yeah, no, yeah, you were an athlete. That's so, so they cr- were crazy to me. So they were like, my mom was uh, was just kind of on the moon. She's uh, like, you don't want to do baseball? Yeah, she's dude? like, really, nothing you, else? Maybe tennis? I did play baseball. I was just so slow. I was just so slow. Yeah, but you because I couldn't run. What'd you play in football? I was a uh, right guard, so I wasn't didn't need to be fast. Yeah, but still just push people. Yeah, it's so funny. and also I was like middleweight, or you know how they they did like weights when you were younger in junior high or whatever. Yeah, in junior Yo, high. oh oh yeah, like yeah, your yeah. weight class or yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? What your middleweight? I was a middleweight at that. I was um I was feather feathers. Oh, you were the little bro. I was five ten, five eleven. Well, you're a tall guy. Yeah, but I was maybe like one hundred and thirty pounds, one hundred and twenty pounds. I've already been. A little, I've. I think I was always a little short and stout. I was. Ra- I was a rail my whole life. I mean, yeah. I was like, it was gross. My dad was worried. Freshman year of college, I was still really skinny. I started to like actually get like weight on my bones. Uh-huh. Sophomore year, freshman You're just year, like chugging whey protein, just milk yeah. and protein, dude. <laughs> I well, I was started lifting at the end of the freshman year because I saw how like just saw men in college. Mm-hmm. He would go to school. I'm like, these guys are guys. Yeah. I'm never going to get pussy. I look like a fucking coat hanger. I look like if you opened up a coat hanger. So my dad says to my freshman year college roommate, this kid, Evan, who was a rugby dude, like a, like a stocky jack dude. And my dad's like, you'll protect Andrew, won't you? <laughs> I'm not kidding. 
I was like, wait, what? What? What do you mean? I project myself. He's like, dude, they'll fucking kill you out here. Like high school is one thing. You can fight in high school and defend yourself because you're all high school kids. Yeah. But college, there's men there. There's like grown men, and you're yep. like, oh, dude, I'm vulnerable. Oh, I like I can't go get drunk and say some dumb shit in college. They'll kill me. What was great about this cement truck situation was, especially in high school, was uh, you can truly get your ass kicked in high school. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can get your ass kicked. Oh, yeah. Especially like as a younger uh, yeah, classman. But I uh, came with such bravado because I had just beaten this fucking cement yeah, truck. Yeah, you beat the truck. And I came into it, or came into middle school, sorry, with like... I'm the crippled kid. So all in middle school, I could say anything. Right. You're going to hit the crippled kid? I'm currently in a wheelchair, motherfucker. <laughs> You're going to hit me? That's You're going to hit me. I'm the crippled kid. So did kid. you talk a lot of shit because oh, of it? Dude, I was a fucking maniac. You're like, and whatever, Mike, you fucking bitch. And he's yeah. like, come on, Adam. You're like, shut up. No, dork. I wasn't. I don't. Well, I would you like weren't to a think bully. I wasn't a, a, a mean bully. But like, I refused. If you even threw a little shade at me. I had so much. <laughs> I was coming back at you so hard. I was so ruthless. Yeah, because you because well, also a defense mechanism, right? Like you, yeah, you're like I don't have a choice. I have to shit well, on. What you. it was was when and you I, were quicker and funnier than everybody. When I was a kid, kid, when I was in elementary school, I was bullied quite a bit. Yeah, and why? Uh, I don't know. Actually, I, it was just I think I was just one kid kind of had it out for me, and. Right. Uh, what was the thing you got picked on about, though? It wasn't even a thing. It, I remember it pretty vividly. It was fourth grade. He came up to me. He's like, I heard what you did. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I heard what you did, bro. Or I don't know if he said bro, but he was like, heard what you did. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And he, he's like, we're not friends anymore. And then everyone, he was a year older, but is in our grade because he failed. So he's like the ruler of our fourth grade. I know this. You know guy. what I mean. I like, know this guy. He's by the bigger way. than everybody. Yeah. Kind yeah. of has like a couple hairs. Yeah. Do you have a mustache? Yeah. And everyone's like, "Well, we have to follow his lead," and he's like, "I heard what you did." And everyone, like within the next week, was like, "Hey, I don't know, you did something. We can't be friends." <laughs> and I'm like, "And it's a little Catholic elementary school." Yeah, I heard, so, we we all heard what you did. And so I'm like, "I don't." And when God finds you. out, you're going to hell. Yeah. And so I uh, talk with my dad, and my dad's like. My dad's just like a dude's dude. And yeah. he's just like, is he uh, bigger than you? This is a great impression of my dad. Yeah. He's like, and I'm like, yeah, I'm a lot bigger. And he's like, all right. If, um, and then my mom goes, hey, Adam, just, he has to throw the first punch. After that, you can defend yourself and do what you have to do. But Such, he, I love mom. He has to throw the first punch. Don't you dare hit first. And, and, and my dad's like, absolutely, absolutely. She leaves the room and my dad's like, Hit him as hard as you can in the face. <laughs> and then he won't want to hit you again. And he's like, but you got to hit him square in the nose. Break his fucking nose. He's right. And he'll never punch you again. Right in the fucking schnoz. Dude, the next day, I just told the story on our podcast, but the next day, I took that advice. He said some shit in class. I, I go, you did. okay. I unzipped my backpack, took my fucking book out. Went up to him as he's sitting down <laughs> and fucking teed off on his face. And really? Fucking, yeah. He didn't break his nose, but he was just like, oh. You fucked him and up. And I'm like, what, motherfucker? <laughs> and I'm like in fourth grade. And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then I wasn't. But I was like. And then he kept kind of bullying me. And all my friends. Like, all my friends left me. 
and were like no longer my friend. So then when I went to a new school, mm-hmm. I was like, I got to be. And then I was hit by the cement truck really quickly. After Shortly thereafter. Huh? Yeah. So then and so then now I'm the crippled kid and I'm going into school and just that thought in the mind. It's like all your friends could leave you. No one. This could be your whole high school experience could just Whoa. be like everyone hating your guts yeah. for something that you don't even know what you did. So if anyone picks on you, you have to shut that down immediately. immediately. Yeah, that's why. So I didn't, I couldn't hit anyone in the face because I would be pummeled. So I had the, the crippled, two different worlds you lived. Like had that's the crippledness so wild. to go like, oh, you're gonna hit the crippled kid, you fucking bully, <laughs> you bitch. How nice though that you had this. What a dual experience to like humble you out and to level you mentally to understand that shit, right? Like that's deep shit as a kid to take in. You're like, well, I'm vulnerable. Like you learn it so yeah. fast being mm-hmm. like, well, I guess, I guess that like puts you in a weird check. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and luckily now, now you kick everybody's ass. <laughs> well, I don't know. Tough guy. <laughs> I, th- I think it's still a lot of like, oh, you're going to hurt me? The tiny little midget kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to hurt the little You're going to swing at me, pal. Bitch. Well, dude, I love you. Thanks, um, buddy. I want you to have a continued career of, of, of obnoxious success. And I mean that. Mm. Um, I hope you and your fiance, uh, fiance have a wonderful wedding if that ever comes around when COVID fucking stops fucking with people's uh, lives. Yeah, we don't um, and uh, I hope, uh, I hope, uh, I hope, uh, I hope uh, that the boat life that she hope, lives uh, won't interrupt the true life that you want, mm-hmm. wherever that may be. You fly free, little pretty bird. We end the episode the same way. Um, you look in the camera when I'm going to walk away and you're going to say one word or one phrase, whatever you want, it's going to end the episode. So it's going to be on you. I'm going to walk away. Say as you say, as you want. Okay. Go ahead when you're ready. Okay. Never going to sleep. Never get tired. Never get sick. I'll tell you why. Shit. Don't face me. <laughs> what? In here we pour whiskey, 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 whiskey. Creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like vampires, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me five dollars for the whiskey and seventy-five dollars for the horse. Gingers are oh, hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.